Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Oh eight hundred one five zero eleven. Give us a hand, and I think by the end of the half hour, anyway, we will have um, somewhat of a consensus, a consensus of opinion. Because I'm really interested to see if you're going to chuck Glenn Phillips in there. I mean, he's very new on the block, but have you seen enough from him? He was the only New Zealander to make the tournament team from the T20 World Cup. So, given that I guess in the T20 World Cup they pick four or five batters, um. I actually didn't see the team, but there'd be f- four bowlers, a keeper, maybe an all-rounder and four or five batters. So at the World Cup, he, by independent judges, he was voted as one of the best four batsmen in the world in T20. Is that good enough for him to get into our Kiwis top T20 batting lineup of all time? The one I'm going to write in, and um, I think most people will write him in, will be Brendan McCullum as opener. Um, he's he's in he's into open for me. The other opener, um, I've penciled one in, but I want to hear from you. Who should be the other opener there? Um, there's other players. There's there's a range of players as I mentioned, like Mark Greatpatch, like Glenn Turner. Do we go that far back? Martin Crow, um, he'd be my four probably. Um, Devon Conway, like of the recent bunch, Glenn Phillips, Devon Conway, Martin Guptill. All time though. I want your all-timers on 0800-150-811. And um, I do, uh, we do need your calls because half, half the country's listening to the Rural Roundup at the moment. So the half that are listening to us now, your calls are important because you've got half the audience is normal. So um, your calls are important. Um, when we decided just to go five, just on the basis of what's come out of the IPL at the moment with Kane Williamson being released, um, eight years at the team, and uh, he was the skipper last year as well. Uh, he was he had been one of the three players retained by the franchise ahead of this year's auction, but they have now released him on the back of the World Cup. There's been a lot of releasing, actually. I think his team actually released something like 12 players from their squad. Uh, let's just have a little look. And by releasing him, obviously, they will um, free up a a large chunk of money for that team. Yes, so they cut ties with 12 players. Um, and the other one they've cut was their most expensive player from last year, Nicholas Porin, um, 2.2 million. He was the most expensive West Indian ever bought at an auction. Um, and just in summary, four other Kiwis have been cut. They are Daryl Mitchell, Jimmy Neesham, Tim Seifert and Adam Milne. Lockie Ferguson has been traded, so he's gone from uh, the Gujarat Titans to the Kolkata Knight Riders, KKR. 
which I think is Brendan McCullum's coach team. Um, and the ones that have been retained, obviously the ones that are in form at the T20 World Cup, were Devin Conway, Mitch Santner, Finn Allen, Glenn Phillips, Tim Southey and Trent Bolt. They've all been kept. So that's, I think, a little bit of a looking glass into what independents see as our form T20 players and our out-of-form T20 players. They're not prepared to pay them the big cash uh, to hold on to out of form place. Anyway, we'll go to the lines. 0800 First caller, life member Zaid. G'day, Zaid. Who's your top five? Have I got you there, Zaid? Hello? I have now. Is it top five New Zealand or just top five in general T20 players? New Zealand. New Zealand batters. Okay, New Zealand batters? Yep. You've, you've got you've got to go with Baz, obviously, Brendan McCollum. You don't get a better T20 player than McCollum. Um, that's why I actually love the um, big bash in T20 cricket. So um, I'm actually hopes you've got um, Colin Munro today because I actually am a Brisbane Heat fan. Been to games before the Gabba. It's a great stadium, so I'm looking forward to see um, how Colin Munro does this year in the big bash. Mm. He's obviously moving over from the Perth scorches. Um, maybe a question from what's his... Uh, Dylan's um, moving to Perth to Brisbane. Um, what will be um, just um, yeah, well, how he feels the season's going to go for the Heat. So um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be looking forward to this afternoon. Um, you're definitely going to have Martin Gull in there. Um, you've got to have I reckon Colin Munro. When he was consistent for the Black Caps, he was a great player. Um, probably Devin Conway right now, and then probably Glenn Phillips. Jeez, you nearly got the same five as me, mate. Nice work. <laughs> no, phone's crapped out. Sorry, Zate. Um, but his one is Bears. Uh, Guptal, I would say, will open with Bears for Zade. Colin Munro, Devin Conway, Glenn Phillips. That's his five. Um, sorry, Zade, you're probably back listening now. Your phone was uh, just a bit. Bit too crackly for us. Uh, we go to Christchurch. Talk to Mikey. G'day, Mikey. Oh, g'day, Staffy. Mine's a little bit um, fantasy, and also those who haven't played. But I, I think if those had the twenty twenty had been massive around the time <clears throat> they were there, I think they'd be pretty good. Anywho, uh, I'd have uh, Martin Guptill definitely with Brendan McCullough opening. Um, slight controversial, but I think if he stuck with it and his brain was right, Jesse Ryder. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Astle. Oh yes. Um, I've seen him hit a golf ball. That guy <laughs> is—he can hit a monster ball. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, and I came these last two. I sort of it was a bit of a coin toss, um, but I would choose Chris Kens. Man, that guy was a clean hitter. He oh. was such a clean hitter. And um, special mention to Craig McMillan. But uh, yeah, Chris Kens, I think I'd, over over Craig. When when you said you've seen Nathan Astle hit a golf ball, I've played a bit of golf with Craig McMillan. He could hit a five iron as far as I could hit my driver. He's the cleanest yeah. iron hitter I've ever seen, Macca. Those cricketers have just pure timing. When I was in the, uh, I guess, the corporate world, he was a ringing for a thing, um, came in for, for somebody, and uh, he just, he couldn't really part. No. <laughs> he, could, he, could, <laughs> he could absolutely smash it. Um, Hey, just very quickly, just saw, uh, I was in the car park and saw uh, Kendra Coxedge in the car park. Said, oh, well done, congratulations, and just a lovely smile, and she's back to work hard out and um, getting on with it. 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome person. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. eh? Just brilliant. Good stuff. Right, Good. Cheers, Mikey. There is Mikey. So we've got a couple of teams, actually. Jesse Ryder. Gosh, what a talent. What a talent. And um, embarrassingly, I, you know, there's Nathan Astor and Chris Kins and Craig McMillan. Craig McMillan is, was sort of on my radar as well. Um, whew, there's some good players that have played in the past. And your Martin Crowe's in mine. He was just, he was my favourite cricketer in my younger days. I just... The most majestic stroker of the ball. Like, if you hit it along the ground, you can't be caught. He was just the four machine. He could hit sixes, but that cover drive, one knee, follow through, just watch the ball all the way to the boundary, didn't have to run. Just magnificent. Gosh, I miss Martin Crow. Anyway, 0800 150 811, the top five T20 batters that New Zealand have produced, and they can. Be your batting lineup if they're playing for your life. Who is your top five? 0800 150 811. Love to hear your thoughts. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. Mark Stafford, kicking back and talking sport all afternoon. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Welcome back in. Let's find out your top five batters for New Zealand all time for T20. We go to Gary in Upper Hutt. G'day, Gary. G'day, Steph. How are you? Good, Gary. Hopefully I make a bit more sense than when I rung you up last week. I'm blaming the COVID. But I hung up and I thought, I don't think I made sense at all. So I thought, oh, I'm not ringing up again, not until I'm right. <laughs> That's all right. But okay, people I'm blaming the COVID. I talked a lot of nonsense as well. So I've, I've actually got a good translator in my brain if someone does that to me. So I understood you perfectly. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> hey, um, my one, I'd go, yeah, definitely McCullum and Guptill. They've got to be the openers. And then, um, and once again, I'm Jesse Ryder as well, but then I throw in Corey Anderson with him. Oh, so I remember yeah. back to that, that innings that they had down in Queenstown where those two just went nuts. Mm. Yeah. And then I throw in Glenn Phillips as well because I think he, it's just hard to go by him. He, he, he's a bit of a special little fella, isn't he? Oh, he's tremendous. That Queenstown game, I don't know if I've told it before, I was at that game and it was called off. And so I jumped onto my Air New Zealand app to see if I could change my flight, and there was one leaving in under an hour. So I walked from the ground to the airport, which isn't far, got on the plane, landed, found out the game had been recalled on, there'd been a world record, fastest 50 ever, and we'd won yeah. the game. And it, it was while I was in the air. The whole thing happened while I was oh. in the air. It was amazing. I wasn't even in the country. I, I just caught it on YouTube. Oh, it was amazing. I only ever saw highlights of it. So, yeah, I've never actually seen the whole thing, but, yeah, even the highlights are bloody amazing. Mm. Yeah. No, Corey Anderson, yeah, he was pretty special. Yeah. He sure was. Had a few um, on the text have come through for Jesse Ryder. Actually, he's probably um, he's probably going to make the final five if once I count up all the votes, which is kind of cool. Oh, Jesse Ryder, he's just wasted talent. Well, not wasted, but, you know, you he never, never followed through with that amazing potential that he had. He's just one of those naturally gifted guys. Mm. Unfortunately, he let you know, the evil of the drink sort of get in the way of things and yeah, sort of ruined his career. But I tell you what, he would have gone down as one of our best ever cricketers, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, he was amazing. He, 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 he had everything. Good yep. fella, but very athletic. Yeah. Good bowler. Really good hands, awesome good arm, good hand yep. eye. He had the whole yeah, lot. Good. Yep, he did, yeah. Mm. 
Perfect. Good man. Thanks, right. Gary. I better lead you to it. I'm halfway through rolling the ceiling. Oh, well, well you've given your shoulders and your neck a bit of a break. Back to it, boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah righto. See you, mate. There's Gary, our favourite painter from down that way. He, he's always on the tools doing something. Oh, we've got a nice group of players being texted in and called in. I uh, do appreciate your calls. 0800 150 11. Let's go. And this will be interesting. Ed from Tolaga Bay. Kia ora, Ed. Hey, kia ora, Staffy. I'm just waiting for my boys in countdown. He's getting them a kai. <laughs> and I was, was and, and when you when you mentioned the midday madness, and and um, Barton Crow, I thought of him straight away. Yeah, me too. And then that Glenn Turner. Glenn Turner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then so those two for me, and then uh, Baz. Yeah. Baz McCullum, they're three hundred knock, and then my next two. Oh, I love Richard Hadley. Richard Hadley is a batter? Yeah, man. Left-handed batter. Yeah, I know. And he's done the goods for New Zealand back in the day. Oh, hell he's yeah. won games for us. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've got one more, haven't I? Yeah. Or have I got two more? One more. Well, one more. So, okay, I'll go, um, I'll go, um, not Chris Kent, his dad. Lance. Lance Kent. But there you go. Man could hit a ball, couldn't he? Yeah, well, it's T20, so, you know, whack him out of the park. Yeah. Now, what's your instruction for your boy in Countdown? What's, what's he going to come out with? A rotisserie chicken and a loaf of bread and some coleslaw? Well, yeah, no. He goes, Dad, I've got to move out of the hospital, so come pick up my gear. So I get to town and he's changed his mind. <laughs> oh, Dad, let's go to breakfast. Oh, okay. So we're in town driving around. Where do you want to go? All these places, oh man, you're driving down bus lane to get tickets, oh man, oh man, bro, go down to the countdown, <laughs> just across the road from where you live, get a roast chicken, <laughs> yeah, you'll be right, and get dad a bottle of Steinlager. <laughs> and that, the hassle. And that's lunch, eh? And that's lunch, yeah, that's my lunch, and he can eat the, the chicken. Nice, nice, mate. Chicken and beer for lunch, perfect, perfect, Ed. Cheers, bro, bro. All good. Cheers, bro. Uh, that was Ed from Tolga. Actually, I, um, I meant to mention to Ed that uh, Rene Holmes from Gisborne was on the breakfast show this morning. We had some great uh, great chats with our successful Black Ferns in the last few days. Uh, Rene Holmes, Stacey Flula, Sarah Hidney. Um, there was another one we've had on another show as well. Escapes me... Oh, I can't remember. Um, but, um, yeah, we've had a lot of people talking about the Black Ferns win. So uh, if you are listening, you must be listening in the car, Ed. Uh, this morning, uh, Rene Holmes from Gizzy was on with the Breakfast Boys. So you can go and listen to all those podcasts uh, that all the shows are doing on the SENZ app. Um, Graham, who's a frequent caller, of course, he's currently in Marlborough but formerly in Northland, he said, sorry I can't call, but his players, so we'll pretend this is a call, okay? <clears throat> G'day, Steph, Graham here. Hey, Graham, how you doing, buddy? Good, Steph. Um, I heard the subject, and these are the five players that sprung to my mind. Clearly, Martin Guptill will be opening, uh, Martin Crow, uh, both the Kens, Lance and Chris, and Ross Taylor. You need a cool head, and he has a pretty good record. Cheers, Graham. Thanks for calling, Graham. All right, buddy. Have a good day. Cheers, bro. So that was Graham from Marlborough. Good. Thanks for your call, Graham. Um, don't know why he couldn't call, but uh, always good to hear from your champions. So his one's uh, Guptill, Munro, Crow, Guptill, Munro, Crow, and the Kenses. Not bad, eh? I wonder, I might actually go and have a look up what, because um, 
back in the day, it was all about average. So Lance Keen's days, it was average. I don't even know if they did strike rates. I think it was, they didn't convert it. Like it's, it rolls off your tongue now saying they've got a 130 strike rate. And we know what all that means. I think if you went back in those days, more than a run a ball, that was seen as amazing. And the man, I think, that really changed the game, really changed strike rates, was birthday boy from yesterday, the keeper from Aussie, Adam Gilchrist, and SEN host over in Perth. He changed, you know, that run a ball stuff to two runs a ball sometimes. He was he was the he was the strike rate game changer. So I'm going to compile all of the votes we have had in both by phone calls and by text messages. I'll compile them during the news, which is brought to you uh, very kindly by the great man, John McNeil. We'll come back after that. Right, I've done some compiling. Uh, I had a text actually in from Jared saying, interesting stats, Staffy, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Kane Williamson has a better ODI strike rate than Chris Keynes. Quite possibly, and... I do think you could almost categorise Kane Williamson's career from into two parts, which is pre-elbow, post-elbow. It's obviously had an effect on him when he was playing with the injury and he'd play a game and then sit out a couple, then come back and play, and then he had a big break and then he came back. And um, He will be back. He will come back in top form, but he's not there at the moment. He probably admits he's not in top form at the moment. He just needs cricket probably, but... Yeah, I like, I remember Glenn Turner, don't really remember him, sort of towards the end of his career and he had a falling out with New Zealand cricket, I think, and he went and played pro in England, but he was considered like a dasher. And when we first started playing one day cricket, he was a dasher, but he wouldn't have been runnable. If you were runnable, it was like off the hook, incredible. So um, so as the game has moved on, um, when you think that Kane Williamson had the worst strike rate at the World Cup and it was a strike rate of 96, um, that would have been probably top five in, in the 80s World Cup, a strike rate of 96. That's just how the game has evolved. But yeah, cool stat, Jared. Um, oh, Graham has, uh, has told us what he's up to. Uh, <laughs> She says, mate, I'm sorting out my sharing on my place, mate. Do I really sound that bad? Did I sound bad, Graham? Sorry, I wasn't wasn't a very good impersonation, I know, Graham, but I liked I know you always call when you can, so I want to pretend that it was a call. Right, here's some text messages that have come through for your votes. So this one says, I like Craig Spearman, Mark Greatbatch, Brennan McCullum, Rod Latham, Jesse Ryder. There's a mixture. There's a mixture. Um, another one Brennan McCullum Finn Allen Jesse Ryder Ross Taylor Lance Cairns gosh I'd love to see some of these dream teams play maybe in the future in this metaverse that Sam tells me about we'll be able to put on these virtual reality goggles and watch teams like this go out and play a real game Staffy my top five this is from Ken Martin Crowe Brennan McCullum Martin Guptill Fleming and Styrus Scotty Styrus what a competitor he was him and Craig McMillan were just competitors McCullum, Guptill, Astle, Great Batch, Phillips from Greg. And he snuck in a number six, you cheeky bugger. Chris Keynes at six. Uh, McCullum, Guptill, Ryder, Monroe, Crow, Chris Keynes. I think that's six as well. Someone else has snuck in six. That's okay. And Mark from Christchurch says Monroe, McCullum, Andrew Jones, Chris Keynes, and Luke Ronke, high strike rate in ODIs. He could go, couldn't he? He was brilliant. Didn't see enough of him. Andrew Jones, 
Was he rapid enough, Mark? Maybe you just want a bit of surety for all these bangers to go around him. Right. So all of those, I totaled all those ones up on text and totaled up on um, the phone calls that we got in. Uh, The two most voted on will be our openers, and that's Brendan McCullum and Martin Guptill. And I don't think there's too much argument with those. Um, Votes-wise, these were the next highest... These were the next highest rated amongst the votes, and so, um, and I've decided their order. Okay, so I'm playing head selector now. So Jesse Ryder will come in at three, Martin Crow will come in at four, and Glenn Phillips will come in at five. So we've got um, Martin Crow's era. Then probably the next era is the Brennan McCullum era, then the Ryder Guptill, and then the recency of Glenn Phillips. Gosh. Imagine that going out there today in the beige. Brennan McCullum, Martin Guptill, Jesse Ryder, Martin Crow, and Glenn Phillips. Good stuff. Thank you for your interactions. Good stuff. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.